An RT researcher posing as a care worker secretly filmed what actually went on when parents dropped their children at a South Dublin creche. It's going to be shown on RT's primetime and is said to contain footage of the mistreatment of babies and young children while in the creche. So tonight I'm asking you, what's your reaction to this? And do you believe creches are more about making money than minding children? 1850 22 98 98. Give me a call on that. Or you can text me on 53981. Lisa, you're on 98 FM. How are you? Hello, John. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What do you think, Lisa? Oh, I'm absolutely shocked. Really, I'm really shocked. Um, as I was saying to um, Keith there earlier on, yeah. um, I was lucky enough at my daughter that my mum was able to mind to mind her while I went to work. But unfortunately, when, when it came around to my having my son, um, my mum had developed MS. Right, okay. So she was no longer in a position to be able to, to mind him. So I, um, because I was working at the time, yeah. working part-time, I had mm. to go and find somebody to mind him. So um, a, a local creche was, was recommended to me. Mm. Um, and like I was saying earlier on to Keith, I was really fortunate in that when I got when I got went to view the creche, both the manager and the assistant manager were girls that I grew up with in school. Okay. So I knew leaving my child in there, leaving my son, he was going to be okay. He was going to be safe and looked after. Um, so it kind of made that transition for me a lot easier. You know, I didn't go into work worrying about what, was he okay? And I was able to focus on, on, on work and stuff like that. Anyway, you, know? you, you say you're shocked that this is going on, but I suppose... Um, the HSE, as much as they try to regulate crashes, they can't be there 24-7. Well, look, isn't it like the same thing with the... Um, Lee's Cross, the nursing, the nursing homes. homes. Yeah, yeah, it's, fu- no, it's all they, fun- they, it's vulnerable they, people. They, yeah, they've taken their eye off the ball. And obviously, you know, policies and procedures that, that, are, that should be in place are not being adhered to strictly. I mean, come on, you know, whether you're a care worker in working with elderly people or working with children, you should be very rigidly checked you know, in all manners, you know, of your life, you know, guard the vetted and make sure that your qualifications are up to standard yeah. and, and make sure that your common sense is, is in place. Well, because if, if, if you this don't is, have common sense. Well, is, is it to do with common sense or is it down to pure cruelty? Because I would be led to believe um, that this is mistreatment of kids. I think it's, it's a case of... With, with a lot of these places, and the same with, with, with the care places, they're just taking staff on. They're not even checking how many years' experience these staff have. Is it down to money, even though? Capable, even, it, yeah, it is. It, it is down to money. It's, they're, it's, taking, they're mm. taking people on because they're not willing to pay the proper amount of wages for good, qualified staff. So they're taking on agency staff who probably have only had a couple of months training and have absolutely no idea really what they should be doing. Stay with me, so I, want to, I, I want to bring Adele in on this because Adele has experience on this. Stay with me. We're talking about tonight. Yeah. If you want to text 53981, your reaction, please. There's a, there was an RTE primetime sting basically carried out on a very well-known crash in South Dublin. Um, now, it, it hasn't been, it has not been shown yet, but there have been, um, it's saying that it will be shocking that there is mistreatment going on. Children and babies being mistreated in this in this crash. So I'm asking you, do you believe crashes are more about making money than minding children? Your reaction, please, 53981 or 1850-229898. Adele, you're welcome to the show. You text in. Um, are you shocked to hear this, Adele? No, John, this has been coming for years. For absolute years it has been coming. And myself and my friends who all work in childcare, we're delighted that it has happened now. 
What have, what have you seen? Now you have a you you text and say you have a, you have a BA degree in early childhood care and education. You've worked in many big crashes. What have you seen happen without naming uh, the crashes themselves? Oh yeah, um, basically just at the the bottom line is these major chain crashes. I won't name them, but you know you know what they are yourself. Mm. They're they're not the little small you know homely crashes. The big ones. They are all about putting on a show to impress the parents to attract more parents to earn more money. They are businesses. And the bottom line is they are there to make money. What happens on a day-to-day basis doesn't matter. What the children learn there, don't learn there, experience there, it does not matter. But, okay, you can un- you can understand businesses are in the business of making money, and I think any parent would want to be stupid not to, not to believe that. But what kind of... Uh, mispractices have you seen with, with babies and children in crashes? Okay, I've seen overcrowding as in, you know, they're above the child-staff ratio uh, just to kind of squeeze squeeze more children in. Okay. Um, particularly at lunch times. Technically, you know, if there's, you know the ratios yourself, if there's three babies in the room, there should be one adult to okay. three babies. Okay. And then it's six toddlers for, for one adult. But, you know, everybody's entitled to a lunch break. They should have the appropriate amount of people or the manager or the assistant manager stepping into the rooms. But sure, that's not happening. Nine times out of ten, the manager is off doing the shopping or doing whatever needs to be done. So they don't have the proper ratio for a start. There's no stimulation for the children. Um, I mean, they're basically just left because of the because of the fact that there's too many children for the adults, for the, the staff to look after. So what, they're, they're, they're allowed to just wander around, are they? No, they not wander around. I'm talking the likes of small babies. They're left sitting. I'll give you an example. I was in a crash in one of these, you know, high-class, high-end crashes. Mm. And there was one day in particular that they had what was referred to as a viewing. A pregnant lady coming around having a look at the crash to see, do I want to put my child here okay. when it's born? And on viewing days, you basically spend the entire day cleaning the room to make it look absolutely immaculate because it was all about impressing the parents who were coming in. And I remember sitting there, everything had been done, you know, everything had been cleaned, all the children were fed, whoever was to go down for a nap was in the bed. So, but what, for okay, so, so if you were to do all this cleaning and, and everything is perfect, what would happen on the down days then if they're not trying to impress parents? What happens? Are the kids not fed properly? Um, because I know a lot of creches give menus. Is that what the children are fed? Well, from what I've seen, yes, they are given menus and that is what they're fed. But all that would be done in the kitchen, you know, so we, we wouldn't know. We, we were basically just handed, you know, you have 10 children, here's your 10 bowls of whatever, you know. Um, have you ever seen mistreatment of children? Okay, overcrowding is absolutely wrong and it's dangerous. But have you ever seen children... Okay, you say... So, so we were talking about them walking around, kind of, they don't get stimulated. What happens to a child on a daily basis in one of these overcrowded crashes in your experience? I personally, John, I haven't seen mistreatment as in, I haven't seen physical abuse. I haven't seen screaming and shouting. But what I have seen is children just left there while the staff go off and have a chat and the child would be just left, could be left sitting on the floor for two or three hours completely unstimulated. Oh, good Lord. Because there is nothing, there is nothing in the policy to say, you know, they should do half an hour tummy time, you know, I'm talking about small babies here, half an hour tummy time followed by, you know, half an hour clapping hands and singing, there's, there's nothing, nothing So they're, they're just, they're just left at, at eight or ten months just sitting there? Just sitting there, just sitting there because the, 
the, the, the staff isn't there. And in these high-end creches, like I said, it's all about entertaining the parents and putting on a show for the parents Lizzie. to make the place look spotless. So the staff, their time is occupied by cleaning and scrubbing and, you know, doing up posters and doing things like that to make the place look glorious and fabulous. Well, that's so what not happening at all. Children? Lisa, are you, are you shocked? Are you shocked to hear that? I'm, do you know what? I'm absolutely horrified to hear that. If I thought for one second that my son was left like that in, in the crest that he was in. And the crest that he was in, they're a standalone crest. There's only one of them. Um, well, that's part different. Of the chain. That, that's different. That, um, that is I, I different. Think I'd be, standalone ones I, are different. Yeah, I'd be horrified if I thought... You know, and that's why I didn't go for one of the big high-end ones because, in yeah. fa- and in fairness, there was none of them around at the time. This one came recommended to people who, you know, who I knew, and they said they're absolutely fantastic down there. Bring them in there, and I have to say, he thrived in there. He, he did. Fantastic and you, and your and your child's crash, and it's great, Lisa, is probably fantastic. But I suppose we can't blame all the big crashes and say all the little crashes are good as well because we don't know. No. We don't no, know. No, no, absolutely not. We can't tire but everybody I with wonder, the same brush. I wonder, if you were to think about it, if you were to sit back now, I know mothers and fathers are absolutely to the pin of their collar trying to pay mortgages. Childcare is wickedly expensive. Absolutely. And I know for a lot of parents, they, they don't have an option. It's whatever no. is the cheapest But crash. if you were to sit, if, if I was to sit back and think, okay, I have a, a minor six and a half and three and a half, but if I was to sit back and think of my two-year-old or my one-year-old in a crash all day for eight hours, I'm thinking, because I saw a couple of texts come in earlier, earlier on saying, what, and this isn't blaming parents, but it's saying, what do parents think is happening with their baby if they're stuck in one or two rooms for eight hours? What do they actually mm. think is going yeah. on? Maybe that's what needs to happen, though. Maybe as parents, we need to educate ourselves on what is, you know, when, we, when we're putting our children into a crash, we're actually, we should actually be saying to them, okay, so what did, what did we do today with them? What, or a whore? What did they do today? What can I do at home to be replicating what you're doing to stimulate them like that? Or just fi- finding out. Um, stay with Flynn. I want to bring Sandra in. Can you stay, Lisa and Adele, yeah? Yeah, yeah. No okay, thanks a lot. Sandra, you're on 98 FM. How are you? We're talking about, by the way, uh, just before I, I introduce you, Sandra, we're talking about um, a primetime sting that is going to be aired very soon about a crash. Three crashes are being investigated at the moment um, because of what is mistreated. It's, it's been called the HMV and a guard investigation about mistreatment of kids. So what I'm asking you is, what's your reaction? And do you believe crashes are more about making money than minding children? 1850-22-9898 is the number. Or you can text me at 53981. Lisa is a childcare worker now. She said that that is her experience of big crashes. Sandra, what's your experience? Yeah, hi, John. Or Adele, I- sorry. Yes, Sandra, go on. Hi, um, I have to agree with Adele. Uh, Adele, a friend of mine was a Montessori teacher. And she said exactly the same thing. She was left to clean up toilets and... Uh, the working conditions for her were terrible. And the child-to-teacher ratio were completely um, out of what they should have been. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it parents' fault, Sandra, for having too much trust and thinking, look, it looks good, so it must be good? No, I think a lot of parents don't have an option, an option but this is not the first time this has come up. This has come up several years ago. Well, we've we've spoken about it a good few times on the show. We've spoken about crashes. We've spoken about every every area of child of childcare. But why is this happening, Sandra and and Adele? I'll ask you. Why do you think it's happening? Is it because you know crashes who employ people are are paying them a pittance, so workers don't care? Is it is it that they're just exploiting parents? What is it? Do you think? Or I'd say the whole the pittance thing. Yeah, I mean, if you pay peanuts, Joan, you get monkeys. And the the rate of staff turnover that I have experienced in these places is 
phenomenal. Like you could have you could have a new person to a room, be it a baby room, a toddler room, a wobbler room. You could have a new person every three or four months, God which Lord. isn't good for the children. It's not good for the children at all because small children being taken away from from their parents for pretty much their whole day. I mean, if you think a small child will wake up at seven in the morning, they're in crash by eight. They're there till possibly six. I've mm. seen children there from seven till six, eleven hour days. Yeah, and you know they're collected at six. They're brought home. Sure, they're given their dinner in the crash. They're brought home, they're put into their pajamas and they're put into bed by seven. And that's the way it is, all right. And so they spend the majority of their day there. And, I mean, they just... They, they're supposed to form these bonds with the people who are looking after them. Young children, whoever is the primary caregiver, a child will form a bond with Absolutely. Them. Well, but well, because these, these staff aren't being paid enough money, they're being treated miserably. They're not happy there. So and if it's, the it's parent gonna, isn't happy, the child isn't going to be happy. Absolutely. Just uh, before I let you go, because we absolutely have that the phone lines are absolutely flooding outside. If you want to get, please do try to get through eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight. We're talking about the expose about crashes that is going to feature on prime time. What would you tell parents to look for, Adele? First, I would tell parents to drop in unannounced. If you have a crash in mind, drop in unannounced, so you see what actually happens on a day-to-day basis as opposed to the show that is put on for you when they know you're arriving. Sandra? That's my advice. I would say the same. I have to say there are two crashes near where I live. One has been closed down because somebody complained about parking, but they're both very well run. Uh, But they're both family-run crashes. They're two sisters running them. Mm. And uh, the children are really happy there. So I guess uh, what what can parents do? They're leaving there because they haven't got the time to look after children. But yeah, to call in unannounced. You have to call in unannounced. All right, yeah. listen, Sandra and Adele, lovely talking to you. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. Nice Thanks time. a lot. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, it is a terrible indictment of crashes, but um, uh, this is how this story came about tonight. An RT researcher posing as a care worker secretly filmed what actually went on when parents dropped their children at a well-known South Dublin crash. It's been shown or will be shown on RT's prime time and is said to contain footage of the mistreatment of babies and young children while in a crash. So it sounds like it's a repeat of Lee's Cross, but uh, I'm asking what your reaction is to children being mistreated in a crash. Three crashes are being um, are being investigated by Gardaí and the HSC at the moment. And do you believe crashes are more about making money than minding children? 1850-22-98-98. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Paul, how are you doing? I'm not bad, yeah. How are things? Good, thank you. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, as I just said there, it's all. It's, I feel it's all about making money at the end of the day with these crashes. You know, they're bringing, they're bringing the girls in and they're paying them buttons, you know, mm. and if you pay them crap wages, you know. You, you what ca- what kind of money are they being paid, Paul? They're being paid like nine euro an hour, you know. It's it's absolutely crap money, you know. Really? Like, like to, to think of the amount of training that you have to do in order to do all this, like VTEC level five, and you study hard, you know, they're sitting here with their heads in the boots, you know, and they do study hard for you, you know, and, and to be paid nine euro an hour, you know, I think if you, if you pay up the wages and, you know, but I think it's all just about the money. They're just paying them Paying them peanuts, you know. You get peanuts, you, you, you get monkeys, you know. Absolutely, but I suppose the question is, if children are being mistreated in a crash, no matter how much, how badly you are being paid, now that is a huge part of it, of course. All right, all right. But said, 100%, 100%, like, I don't agree with what happened 100%, like, in, in these crashes, and, like, like, I think it's disgraceful. But at the end of the day, like, well, because, because crashes are probably 99% of the people that work in them is women, so you will have women calling in sick, and then the staff will be 
like you'll have a lot more kids like if one person calls in sick in the room then there's a lot more pressure on the other two girls they have probably they're probably over ratio they probably have a lot more kids in the room than they should do you know what about so children what, what is your girlfriend's what's, what has been your girlfriend's thank you what has been your girlfriend's experience of working in the crash? would she agree with Adele that children are left and I mean maybe you haven't asked her this but that children are left sitting for hours just no no no. from what I gather now like my girlfriend comes home and tells me now she, she makes up all these little you know she gets all like paper plates and makes up little faces and does little paintings with the kids and so on and sits in the middle of the room, you know, and she brings all this stuff in. So I see her bringing her into work and she does all stuff, prints her off the computer and makes up stuff as she's going along, you know, in the, in the room, you know. And how long? I mean, because she would know. Are, are children dropped in there for 11 hours and, at a time? They are? Or oh, some of yeah, them? like, they'd be, they'd be left in there, like, from, from one, day, one end of the day, from 7 o'clock in the morning till 7 o'clock, like, at night, you know because people are working those hours. Do you think parents yeah. know, Paul, that children in a lot of crashes, par- uh, you know, really aren't being stimulated the way they should be, but they have no choice? Yeah, but, like, I, I work, I work, like, full-time, and, and so does my girlfriend, but, like, at the end of the day, like, I'll, I'll get an au pair, and, and there's an au pair living with my kids, you know, and basically she, she will watch the kids, you know, and we'll pay her a certain amount of money a week, and then she'll, she'll get free accommodation, you know? Mm. That could be the way to go, you know. But as I said, you no. Know, as I said, if you pay buttons, you're, you're going to get a lot of girls that probably haven't got much experience. They're just being taken on just at the peak seasons and so on, you know. If this is found to be true, and we be, we'll be reading the statement from um, from RT and from one of the crashes involved a little bit later on the show. If this is found to be true, what should happen? Well, I'm I, I'm not in in an opinion to to say what's going to happen like but I know what's what's being said has happened you know like I have heard of uh, kids being slammed down on beds and being screamed at and so on you know so as I said that will all come out in the wash when, when this is on the programme now on Monday night you know but uh, no as I said now my, my girlfriend walks in, in one of these crashes that's that's being looked into you know and it's it's not actually whole crashes she's in that chain of crashes if you get me She's walking on one side of the city. But yeah, when she's going home at night, she's getting dogs abuse going home because she's wearing a uniform. People are beeping their horn and as they're driving past Because her people know this story is out already, is it? Yeah, because basically people just see a, see this like uh, jacket that she's wearing and she sees the, the logo and she says, oh, she's one of these little abusers that's doing this, that and the other to the kids, you know? When she's, t- she's totally walking in a different area and a different crash. So the, the the word must be. I mean, in in this crash, um, is is it rumored that children have been uh, very badly mistreated? No, like uh, from what I can gather now, it's just basically one bad apple, you know. Mm. And basically, you can't you can't judge every single crash on on basically what one girl did, you know. Eva, hello, how are you? Hi, good, thanks. Um, now tell me about your experience. Um, well, basically, uh, I worked in one of the change crashes for about a year. Okay. And um, I left there about seven months ago. Right. And I'm in a, in a family one crash now at the moment. Okay. But basically, um, I experienced stuff in the chain crash myself. And it's one of the reasons that I left. Because um, it was basically, like Adele said, it was basically they just cared about looking good. And um, we were told about three days in advance when a view, or two days in advance when we were going to have viewings. Viewings? Was, Good. Is that what they called them, yeah? 
Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Well, that's uh, that, that's not an offence in itself, but it's just an odd, an odd term. But so, so what kind of things uh, did you see as being not right, Aoife? Well, I never saw physical abuse, to be honest. Okay. But um, it was basically, you know, like we were always under ratio in the rooms. We were never in ratio in the rooms, so it was quite hectic. Um, and, like, at one stage we were told that we had no free play. There was har- hardly any free play in the rooms at all. It was all sitting down work and, you know, stuff like that. And at one point we were told, a few points we were told that we weren't allowed to print. We weren't allowed to go up and print stuff to do art. Okay. Um, we weren't allowed to print out work to do with the children, like which I thought was disgraceful because, you know, stuff to do colouring, painting, stuff like that, we weren't allowed. Um, and then at one point, the kids loved dancing. They loved free play. Oh, nice. And we'd do dancing with them, you know, on a Friday or something like that and clear the floor and they loved it. Yeah. And then we were told that that all had to stop. Why? That we weren't allowed to do dancing with them. Um so it was just why stuff why like was that. why was why were you told that they couldn't do dancing? Was it health and safety issue or something? Um, that we were never given a reason. To be honest, it was just there's no dancing now. That's the end of it. And what do the children do all day, Aoife, Apart from have their nap and, and get their lunch, what do they do? Um, it was mostly constructive play. Like they sat at the tables most of the day, and we do like you know um just blocks and animals. But it was all like we were never really allowed clear the floor and, you know, even make a big space and make big farmlands or anything like that, you know, it was all basically on tables, which these are like two, two-year-olds, you know, like it's nearly impossible to keep them sitting down at the table so for you just eight have hours to keep, a day. you'd have to keep bringing them back to the table again? Yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Good Lord. And, um, Did parents just, and inquire we weren't allowed, because... A lot of the time we weren't allowed to talk to the parents, you know, like if something, you'd want to tell the parents exactly how the day was, you know, and we were told, oh, they're telling them the day was fine, you know. Like, so, like you know, not every child's day is fine all day, every day, you know. Like, there's, like, little mishaps they might have where sometimes a child can be off form, you know. Yeah. You want to tell their parents they've been off form today. Is everything okay? Maybe, you know, maybe they're not well. Maybe they're coming down with something. But most of the time, it was, we had to tell them, no, they were fine. And did parents ever, because I'm, I'm wondering... Um, and we're, we're getting a massive reaction on this. If you want to text in 52981, is part of the blame, Aoife, does part of the blame or, or not lie with parents for just putting them in and not asking questions? Um, no, I wouldn't think so because at the end of the day, you should trust who you're giving your children to. Like, you can't change everybody with the same brush. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of girls that I worked with that loved the kids to bits the same as me and yeah. nearly treated them like your own, you know, like, <laughs> went into work every day, loved it, like, and it was just, I love kids, love working with them, they're great, and, you, you know, like, it was one incident there in a crash, and it's just, uh, it's, you know, but, like, I, I, you know, you should trust nearly who you're leaving your kids with, like, well, you, you have pay to, off. you have to. Yeah. Yeah, you have so, to. Uh, well, I watch don't it. blame parents. To be it, honest, if it. this turns out to be true, um, uh, what do you think should happen, Aoife? Um, God, I don't. I don't. To be honest, I I heard rumours. I didn't really. I haven't really heard the full story. I'm mm. just waiting to see on Monday. You know, as well, like mm. everybody else. Like I've heard a lot of rumours, but I do think as well. Like I'm in a family-run crash now at the moment, and um, there's just one of them, and. You know, like, it's 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 much better. Like, there's so much more free play. It's all about the children and not looking good, you know. Yeah, it's all yeah. about that. And it's just so much, like, in the class I was working in, they never had, you know, like, prams and 
and we're never allowed to clear the floor and they have prams and stuff like that and dolls and everything else. Like in this crash they do. They have prams, they have, you know, big garages for the little boys and cars and everything like that. It's much better. All right, that's an Aoife, good talking to you. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks a lot. Thank much. you. Five three ninety eight one. Uh, or you can give me a call eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight. Your your reaction, please, to the RTE expose that is going to expose the South Dublin crash. Apparently or allegedly, it's said to contain footage of mistreatment of babies. Uh, so we're asking you to be crash some more about making money than minding children. Zara, you're welcome to the show. What is wrong with somebody? Why would anybody not look after a child that has been entrusted to them? Do you think? Um, I honestly don't know. Like I'm in a crash nine years now, everyone that I work with has been there since they opened. They're open nine years, ten years. Um, they're very loyal staff. Um, Air boss does everything they can to keep the kids happy. They put the kids before everybody else to put staff. They always give us anything we need and we ask for. And I just don't like these people come along and slate and crashes saying they're bad and it's only for the money when it's not like it's about, it's about the kids. Well, and their well, needs, like, well, I suppose where you are, it, it is Zara. I know, but this, it is, this is something that has opinion. been this is something that has been exposed, and it can't be ignored because there are absolutely thousands and thousands and thousands of children in Ireland who are put into crashes every day, and parents walking away thinking that they're safe and they're happy, and this is not what what has been exposed. Apparently, this is not what it was. So it is good that this is out in the open. The same scandal happened in nursing homes, but something it means from. We're now at point zero and something has to change. So, you know, what has to change in, in, in your opinion? I don't know, honestly. Like, everyone is scared of it. So, I don't know, to be honest. Um, it's just, it, it is giving crashes a bad name. I know that. Mm. But, obviously, whatever crash it was, they need to be investigated and looked into further. And I know mm. that it's going to happen, so... All right, stay with me for a second, Zara. I want to bring Linda in on this. Linda, you're on 98 FM. How are you? Hi, I'm Graham. Thank you. Um, what do you think of this today? This this uh, that, that that is after coming out about crashes. What do you feel about them? Um, to be honest with you, I'm kind of not surprised. I had an incident with my son um, there about three months ago. Um, he's only one and was in a crash. I had him in a crash um, since he was nine months old. And they caught his finger in a fire exit door. Um, and he ended up having to go straight to hospital and have an, an operation at night on a finger. Um, wow. And, like, they weren't, like, his nail had to come off, the bone was broken, and he had to get stitches. And he's only one, like... Oh, the poor little um, fellow. Like, and they basically admitted that they, like, they weren't... <coughs> they just shoved him out of the way of the door. Like, she didn't pick him up. Now, if he's one, he's not going to understand move away from the door like a four-year-old would, you know what I mean? Absolutely. She sort of picked him up and closed this big fire exit door, like, they slammed shut. And they're, they're, well, they're very even, heavy as well, they're very heavy. Yeah, exactly, and they didn't even notice that his, um, his finger was off um, until they saw his finger bleeding, because he went into shock, like, and he didn't cry oh, after it happened, like. Oh, dear And they God. told me all this, like, um, you know, so I, I don't know what can be done about it, but... You know, I had my trust, like, I put my trust in these people to look after my son. Like, I, you know, done research on it. I found out, you know, I spoke to people who had their children in there, and I went to visit. I'd done everything I could as a mother to make sure it was the right place to go to. And, yeah, he still ended up in hospital having to get an operation at one year of age. Like, uh, And, and do, you, do you think it was it was neglect, or was was it one of those things, without being... Yeah, I know what you mean. What, what do you think, Linda? I, I don't think so, because 
of course accidents are going to happen and you know people might have their views listen to me now accidents can happen they can get bumps in their yeah they can get bumps in their heads and you know little things like that but not a fire exit not one of them heavy doors that slam shut and they told me he was trying to he was at the door so if the baby was at the door and you're at it move him away don't just shove him out of the way like. uh, absolutely the poor little fella and how was he afterwards so he had to have surgery on his finger yeah he had to have surgery say overnight in hospital they had a bandage on his hand for about three weeks um, like didn't sleep for about two or three weeks properly either and he was a great little sleeper like doing great now I've been blessed I'm after getting him I'm after finding a childminder so, so you I took him out, I, did you? I took him out, yeah. yeah. I couldn't. I'd never put him back in there yeah, again. Like yeah. I wouldn't trust it. Like. And Zara, um, what, what would you what would you say to Linda? Do accidents happen, and it's just one of those things, or was it was it negligent? Yeah, accidents do happen, but like they're all documented. They're all given accident reports. The parents are told everything that's happened, um, and like that serious accidents, they are ranked straight away, and they're informed of what happens. Everything is detailed in the accident report that they get home. But should, should um, a baby be on front of a fire door? Do you know what I mean? A heavy fire door? P- perhaps not. Well, no, but if babies are going to crawl around, they're going to walk around, you can't stop them going. Mm-hmm. Well, you should have picked him up if he was at the door in the first place. That would be my view. If they knew he was trying to get at this door, and he's a baby and he's not going to understand, you know, move yeah, well, away from the door. Over and you would move them away. But, yeah, and then, of course, the babies are as quick as anything. So I don't understand why she just didn't pick them up. Look, don't get me wrong. I completely know where you're coming from. No, no, I know you do. I know you do. do, do happen, uh, but I just think this was... People, people like. are people are texting and saying cameras in every room where parents can log on. Now, I do know that that is in... That facility is in... It is in some. It yeah. is in some, but the thing about it is... Now, correct me if I'm wrong... It is not live footage, so it's a snapshot of 30 seconds. And uh, I know from logging on to one of these things that more often times than not, the camera isn't working. So I think, I believe, I could be wrong, 53981, it's a bit of a gimmick to make fa- parents feel more secure. That the I camera. think so too. Yeah, but there you go. Look, um, uh, girls, thank you very much. Thanks for talking to me, Zara and Linda. Linda, I hope your little fella's okay. Yeah, thanks a million. Thanks a million. Thank you oh very God. much. 53981. Thanks, Zara. Thank you. Uh, 53981 is the text number. Um, I'm asking you after the expose, um, now, it hasn't even gone to air yet, but it is out there in the ether. Uh, prime time or after doing a sting, uh, they had a, a woman posing as a care worker secretly filmed in a crash. And apparently what she filmed is explosive. It is going to be out on TV. The name of the crash is out there. But what's your reaction? Do you believe crashes are more about making money than minding children? 53981 or 1850. 22 98 98. Sue, how are you? Hiya, John. How are you? Uh, I'm very good, thanks. What do you think? Yeah, well, John, I don't really have an awful lot to say on this, only um, I was working in the childcare business for a while. I haven't been in for a while now, but I worked in a crash about a year and a half ago. Mm. Um, and to be honest, with you, I was there for about three months and I left because I could not actually come home. With the conscience, my conscience just wasn't clear working where I was working. Why, why, why so, Sue? What happened? Um, well, the first thing I noticed actually was the the staff that were there, none of them were parents, which I found was, I could not believe that. Like, every single one of them had quotations, but actually none of them had experience of having their own children. But if, 
if you have, I mean, there are an awful lot of parents who are crap parents as well, Sue. Do you know what Absolute, I mean? Absolutely, um, yeah. Maybe yeah. having the qualifications is, is more what you need rather than being a parent, but I do get where you're coming from, but go on anyway. Yeah, and I, and I get, exactly, and I agree with you to a point, yeah, John, yeah. but I do feel that in order to have that maternal instinct, you have to have children to understand, like, I mean, I wouldn't be able to put my child in a crash now, and that's being honest with you, after what I've seen. And as a mother myself, and working in a crash, Mm. I wouldn't be able to treat children the way they were treated. I just couldn't. I mean, to give you an example, okay. like I was working in what they call the wobbler room, mm. where there were children like kind of just learning to walk yeah. and things like that. And they kind of have little tantrums and stuff. And one little child kind of kept throwing his food on the floor. Yeah. And the girl that I was working with in the room basically got him off the chair, sat him on the floor and made him eat his food from the floor. Because she was she was annoyed with him? She was annoyed with him and would not let him sit back up on at the table with all the other children and all the other little children watching him eating off the floor. Oh, God, that's horrendous. And I thought, I would not make a dog... Do, well, I mean, that's, you know, to me, that was just absolutely outrageous. Well, did you say um, anything to her at the time? Absolutely. And I was total, I was absolutely furious. And, of course, I wasn't like that <laughs> after that episode. But I mean, I was. And did she say? There. Did she say why she was doing that? Why oh, she was? She was trying to show an example to the other kids. I, I'm sure she was. Yeah, a bad one. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's an outrageous thing to make a child eat his dinner off the floor. Absolutely. And the yeah. child was. I mean, a lot of kids won't eat if they're being if they're upset. But um, yeah. so that was her excuse. And what else happened? So um, then there was the, the, you know when the children would have to go like take a nap. Mm. And um, they'd be they'd take out their little mats, and then the the blinds would be drawn down, and all the children would lie down. And some of the children, of course, wouldn't feel like sleeping, so they'd be kind of up and running around, and they would be manhandled back onto those mats to lie down and go asleep. And eventually, when they did start dozing off, a half an hour later, the way they were woken up to me was unreal. Like they'd walk in, they'd clap their hands, they'd open up the blinds, they'd shout, "Wake up!" Some children would be starting to go into a deep sleep, and they were literally jolted and these are babies we're talking about here just jolted out of their sleep picked up by the arm put your mats back you know just but Jesus, why, why were these people say or Sue, did, did this come from did this come from the top why why were they allowed to treat babies like that that's horrendous well it was like in, it, it was military it was like I, I, I remember just sitting there just I mean really feeling like my god if this was my child I would be horrified now I'm, I'm John I am serious I walked out of that job after three months and I set up my own child mind and business as I say I haven't done it now for a while right. but that's what I I could not I couldn't continue going into work every day and be, to be part of that and as, as the other girls there were talking about like the visits you know and the parents would be coming in we were told right there's a parent coming in today so ordinarily we might be just sitting there and the kids would be just kind of doing whatever and, and that day you, you, you'd be just cleaning listen because I want to bring somebody in stay with me there for yeah. a minute Sue I want to bring Sarah in this Sarah what's yeah. your experience hi um, yeah I worked in um, I worked in it uh, crash there about three years ago yeah and um, it was a big train crash um, I only lasted a month I handed in my notice because I wasn't happy with what they wanted me to do. Um, they wanted me to um, leave children in the room while I changed nappies in a different room. Right, okay. Which I was not happy about because that means the children were left completely unattended. I, um, so I wasn't um, entirely happy about doing that. And um, we were um, told, like, when someone went on an hour break, you were left by yourself. So you were kind of over your numbers, even though the children were asleep. 
And that's when you would need to do nappies and stuff because some of them would wake up mm. and then you would need to change them and stuff. So, But the girl that was in my room was um, actually the supervisor. So she was out of the room an awful lot, which meant that I was left um, with over the ratio an awful lot. Um, I had only started um, um, there a week or two. I was in an older room and then I was changed into another room. Right. And in the older room, um, I only started, I think it was about a day or two. Yeah. And then the girl went on holidays. Right. Okay. So I didn't even know the daily routine. I didn't know what, what to do or anything. But um, I had just been out, I was just out of college when I got that job. But I knew from my work experience that it wasn't right and what I had to do. Um, it was mainly about um, what the place looked like and to the parents. And it was all about presentation. Why do you think, Sarah? And and I mean, there's been a load of a load of texts in soon saying, "Why didn't you report it? Did you report it?" No, I didn't. No. no. Um, did you I, I, Did you report yours, Sarah? No, I didn't report. No, I no, I didn't. Um, why Why do you think that you didn't report it? Um, I don't know. I really should have, I suppose, yeah. but um, I don't know. I just I just thought that um, maybe this was just kind of like a once-off thing because I hadn't been there more than a month, if you know what I mean that um, I just thought that, you know, I was quite upset in the job and stuff, and I just thought maybe it was the long hours, um, you know, things like that, you know, I was coming home quite upset and stuff. But um, I know, but people are, are texting in, Sue, because they're horrified at what you witnessed. They're horrified yeah. making a child eat off the floor. Yeah. They're horrified that a baby would be lifted up by the arm out of sleep, and they're asking, why didn't you report it? Well, to be honest with you, the people that walked there yeah. were in and out of that realm constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing that the uh, other girls are saying there is that the ratio, I mean, there was uh, there was the girls that were supposed to be monitoring the rooms there were in and out yeah. to, to air rooms. So people were just in and out. There was nobody in one room at one time. So it was like, to me, when I, I mean, I came in there as that other girl was saying she was new. I was pretty new to this. I thought that's the way this whole operation was. Okay, so you thought it was kind of normal for that. that yeah, uh, as much now, Joan, don't get me wrong, I don't feel proud of myself. That no, I, I know. In, 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 in the same situation again, would you report? What do you think should happen? I mean, because this is, I'm not saying every crash, obviously, and I'd love to hear from from parents who have had good experiences in crash, 53981. Yeah. But I mean, from we've been we've been talking about this nearly an hour, and from, from what I have heard, their uh, crashes on the whole seem to be absolutely horrendous places yeah, yeah. Well, no, maybe I have to say that the starters, I think and I do feel that there should be cameras I absolutely feel that there should be cameras around mm. in every single mm. room mm. I, do, I do I don't agree though that uh, crashes are entirely bad like the one I'm in now I absolutely love yeah. and I really do feel that we give them everything that they need um, I it's it's not a it's not a full time crash. It's not a big chain. It's mm. a small crash. Mm. But um, I and I would say though that I don't really agree that it's all the big chains because I do mm. have some friends that work in the big chains that love it and absolutely they feel you know because you can't say just because you're big chains that's wrong. All right, listen, girls, I'm going to have to go to a break. Okay, lovely talking to you. Thank you very much right, for talking to me. Bye thanks bye. a million. Bye bye. bye. bye, bye. bye. Eva, hi. You're on ninety eight FM. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks, Joan. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. What What's your reaction, Eva? Um, I think it's shocking and I, I'll be waiting to watch the documentary mm. now tomorrow night but mm. um, I was just listening earlier to the other mother whose child caught his finger in the door Linda, and yeah. I yeah and I work I am project leader in a crash in a community based crash Very good. and you know these these incidents do happen and mm-hmm. they're shocking for the parents and they're shocking for the staff but these you know these genuine incidents and accidents can happen mm. and it can be very traumatic for staff 
and um, managers to tell parents to ring them and say that an incident oh God, has happened in a course, you'd, you'd, you know? you'd flip, I know, it'd be horrible. Yeah, yeah and it is, it's horrible, but yeah. it's something that comes part and package with the job that we're in, mm. you know, that these things happen. And, you know, I mean, some parents can be nicer to deal with than others. And, you know, it's just explaining that these can, these things can happen at home and you can do everything to have health and safety um, measurements in place. But, you know, you're not always, you know, you'd want eyes on the back of your head sometimes. No, of kids, course, you know, accidents and, do happen. What, what about yeah. Sue's, um, Sue's experience in a in a crash where a child, because he threw his dinner on the floor, was made sit on the floor and eat his dinner? That's with... utter disgrace. And yeah, no, I mean, you just can't. At the end of the day, I think if, I think people should be in childcare if they're passionate about children and they're, they're there to make a benefit. At the end of the day, there is nobody in childcare for the money we're paid crap, we're undervalued mm, yeah. we're looked upon as childcare minders just babysitters, you know some places you're just looked upon as a drop-in service um, I think we're, we're a bit different in community as in we're not in it for the money, um, you're there for funding, you're not you're not earning lots um, and it is, it's very hard, it can be very disheartening, you do lots of training, you're constantly upskilling your evenings and your weekends are taken up by doing this training and upskilling, yes you have very little thanks for it, so you have to be passionate and you have to want to benefit children in order to keep doing this. You a, know? a lot of a lot of uh, people that I've spoken to in childcare pay for their own training. Is 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 that true? Uh, yeah, yeah. It depends. Like there'd be some community organisations that might have funding and grants there, and they pay for you to do little things like first aid or manual handling and stuff like that. But if you're looking at something more long term, like degrees or um, you know anything kind of you know, in more detail than that, then yeah, you will be paying it yourself and you'll be doing it at your own time and, you know, it is. It's, it is hard. No, and I, 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 I know hard. that this, it is a prime time sting and, you know, there there will be, and there is a police, a guard investigation now going on and a HSE investigation and, you know, I am not saying for, for one minute that all crashes are like that, but I have been accused of being a shit stirrer. I've been accused, uh, people texting in saying your callers are wrong. Is it not better that this is exposed and it is exposed for once and for all? It is. I mean, this is one, like, I wouldn't say that you're personally a shit stirrer. I would say that you're, this is, this is after highlighting a, a bad chain. And that one of the particular chains does have a bad reputation out there. They are, it is, it's money orientated. But they're, but now saying that, and I would have said that about lots of private places, but I have been doing training and there has been private places um, at training. And I've seen a very different side to that. And I have seen people who are family-run businesses and who are doing it for the interest of doing it and can be motivated and have nice little teams working for them. So I wouldn't tear them out the one brush where I actually would have really thought that. Of course. What, what, would, you advise, what would you advise parents to do uh, to be vigilant, Eva? I definitely would say come check out the crash. Like you, I, I find that I was guessing but maybe it's just me, I would find I'd get that vibe instantly when I walk into a crash. I think you should go in, you should check them out, you should see what their introduction policies are, you know, have a look at the handbook, see if they do have CCTV, um, you know, you just get a good vibe about the place or not. Right. And I think, you know, these places that are charging ridiculous amounts of money and that are in there for seven to seven in the evening, I mean, sometimes it's just like a cattle mart and you, you, you know, you're kind of it's expected, you know, Absolutely. where I find in community-run places, again, not all, but community-run places, you're not in it for the money. You're there genuinely because you're interested in it. And I find that um, we would, you know, you'd advise more. So we'd say, look, nine to 
half three is plenty enough time for a child to be in childcare. All right, Eva. Listen, very good talking to you. Thank you no very much. Thanks all. a lot. Thank Bye. you, Nigel. You're very welcome to the show. Now we've had a huge reaction to this. Tell me about your experience. Hi, Joan. How are you? Um, now, without mentioning it, your son is one is in one of the crashes being investigated, and you were at a meeting about this. What what happened to that meeting? Um, I seen a lot of grown men and women crying um, because their kids were involved in some terrible stuff, which you'll see on prime time on Monday. What kind of things happened? Uh, I, I don't, I don't really want to say, but I just want to say one thing: that the girls, like, it's what the, the previous caller said, that the girls, like, don't turn them out the same bush. The, the particular crash that I'm on about is that where my son went. Like, the girls are under serious, serious pressure. They're underpaid. They're understaffed. And it's just not fair, you know, on a minority of the girls. There. A lot of them are very, very good. And as I said, you know, there's only a bad few in it. Like, and it wasn't fair. Like, and this particular person didn't stand up. Nice. And they happened to go good or, you know, protect their staff or nothing. They like, get them all, take the bond. But the bottom line, the book stops with this particular person that we pay our money to. And I think it's, I don't call, I wouldn't clash as a shit store. I think it's absolutely fabulous that this person came in and highlight this problem. I won't protect this. This, this other cover video one day in this particular crash. Okay. But okay. what has been going on, uh, you know, over the two weeks, like you know, for particular one. But what has been going on for all these months, years, and everything? All our kids have been going there. Is it shocking? What, when you say, and I, I, okay, I don't want you to reveal it, but you say parents, fathers, and mothers were crying. Is it? Is it that bad? It, it is. It, it, from what I've heard, you know, my son has been involved. Okay. He's been in the room that has been involved, and and. From what I've heard from the parents and the scream and the shout and everything that's been going on this meeting, it's just. It, 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 but one parent stood up and said that it was. It's like the same as Lee's Cross only for with our kids. Oh, good lord, Nigel! What 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 is going to happen, or what should happen? Well, look, the HSC are there and stuff like that. The chief's been investigated because of so many complaints to this certain board. Okay. They've done nothing about it, and it took prime time to highlight it. And I'm delighted, but at the end of the day, it's says. You know, it's up to the HSE. She didn't follow this, pr- this, this proper procedures there to follow in the HSE, and nothing was followed. Nothing at all was followed. Oh, God. So, so it is. It, it will come out on Monday night, and and this isn't a load of smoke and mirrors. It will actually oh, come out. Definitely. Now, from what I heard, it, it was it was a, it, it just by by genuine. You've seen grown men uh, crying and uh, women like a lot of women crying in the place because of what was said, the sad, the disgusting stuff that was said. Good Lord. Uh, somebody, somebody's texting and saying what your callers are saying is true about those two chains. Parents need to watch the staff turn over and that will tell a lot. Bottom line was, was, was that it is profit before people that, you know, it was more that were saying, but you know, more crashes opening up. They don't care about them. Just, it's all about the money. Are we naive as parents, Nigel? Are we naive to trust that you, you leave your child for eight hours and, and they're going to be completely looked after? Well, Fresh, we were in. If we were talking about if we were, our child was in. We were also, oh, it's great. You don't mind paying the extra few bob because I had a good reputation. But like, we are definitely, definitely, definitely. I definitely think we are naive. Yes, as people, because after what I've heard and the perfect stories that we've heard, and if they are true, that because prime time have knocked on these people's doors and shown them the video and asked for their permission to show it. And these people, I spoke to these people personally myself, myself, my wife have. And it was just frightening, frightening what we heard. God, well, look, Nigel, look, thank you very much for talking to me and, and your wife, okay? And I wish, you the, I wish you all the best. Thank you, John. Thanks, Nigel. Thank you very Hello. much. Uh, Paula, how are you? What, what do you Hi, make of that? John. 
Oh, my I, my stomach is churning, mm. um, you know, because there's so, so many parents out there yeah. who, you know, probably won't be able to sleep now until obviously they find out, you know, which one and, and what. I, I mean, I've been with a, 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 an organisation for yeah. the last, I suppose, 28 years, mm. uh, a parent-to-parent support group. Okay. And I know I've been asked over the years, um, you know, with women going back to um, to work, you know, can you recommend or what would you suggest? And um, the one thing that I've always said to everybody over the years are that if they are choosing a place, call in, you know, call in unannounced or have a policy that that the parents could call in if needs be. Um, you know, they can just call in um, unannounced. Um, and that way then it gives them some indication as to what's going on because they always felt that if a place was a closed door and the, the kids were left at the door and you weren't allowed to go any further, you know. Yeah, it, it, it is very hard to know the Paula, isn't it? It's, it's, it, it's it is very hard to know. I mean, another, another suggestion is obviously to talk to parents who have had their, their children there who haven't had any problems, um, you know, personal recommendations and to talk to as many people as possible um you know another suggestion i've always made over the years are the um the uh, public health nurse in an area um but again unfortunately things are are getting stretched and you know they're they're so busy these days they don't know they used to know all that was on going on in the area or you know what women or persons were at home who were doing one-to-one child minding mm. um, you know that they could recommend because they would know people well, in the community 